I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Are you guys still there? Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Tafi, 
Not, dang, that sucks. Okay. So we were just doing that whole thing. We're going to have to start it all over again. So welcome back, folks, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better, beloved, better half. v Hello, Patriots. So uh, we have with us today a special guest. Uh, she has been on before. Um, and she just saved this broadcast. So yes. Yes. Because she just like signaled to us, hey, she was can't like, hear hey, a can't word. Hear Either way. Um, and I, that's a really good song. It's a long song. It's yes. uh, six minutes long. No, so, it's nine minutes long. Or nine minutes. Long. Yes. So you definitely have to go listen to it, though. I love a lot of lyrics in it, especially the ISIS lyric, because I really don't like ISIS yeah. at all. Well, you fought them um, for a very long time. Yeah, I provided them their one-way meeting with God. So yeah. either way, um, this uh, obviously today we have uh, Dr. Sella. She's going. She's back with us uh, yet again, and because uh, she loves to come on our show, I think. Yes, and um, we love Dr. Stella because yes, she's do. saved so many people's lives, so many of our friends' lives. Um, we, we can even rack more up in, in her uh, corner here. Absolutely, because we have a couple people. We have some folks uh, just recently, a uh, good friend of ours, a good friend of the shows. He's been listening for a long time. His wife came down with COVID. And uh, four days ago, uh, not even, uh, 10 days ago, we had him reach out to Dr. Stella. And uh, <clears throat> as of, oh, I guess it was yesterday. Yesterday was the scariest day because uh, they had gotten a... Um, Pulse, uh, pulse oxygen meter that you put on your finger. It's a little IR one that you pick up, put on your finger. And they bought it from Home Medics. Folks, understand when you buy this stuff from stores, you have to be very careful about where you go and what you get because you want to get something that is hospital quality. Um, this was not. This one was not. Uh, he had called me the day before. He said, yeah, she's having trouble breathing at first uh, in the morning. And then I told him that, you know, hey, check her out. Um, I was at work, unfortunately. I was firefighting. And I was like, hey, um, just 
give her a day. Let's see how it works. You just started ivermectin. Let's just see how it works. And yesterday morning, I got a phone call. Uh, he was going a little crazy because he's like, hey, her blood oxygen is down to 93%. And I said, yeah, that's a little worrisome. I said, hold on, give me a minute. I just got off of work. I will be back at home in roughly 20 minutes and I will be over five minutes after that. Let me grab my medic bag and I'll be there. Uh, got home, grabbed my medic bag, went to his house, uh, grabbed my pulse ox meter, which I know comes directly from a hospital, slapped it on his wife's finger and her blood oxygen level was at 97%. I said, what are you talking about? She's fine. <laughs> and then that afternoon they went out for their first walk. It was the first time she had been out of the house in almost 10 days. And uh, she is feeling uh, 300 times better. Um, and I can't help but say that it's all because of uh, this woman right here. And uh, that's another win for you because uh, she is feeling 300 times percent, 300 percent better today. She's doing great. Uh, she's out of her bed. She is uh, no fever, no nothing. Um, all of the symptoms have subs subsided and uh, they contacted you immediately. You sent them the albuterol treatment and the- um, And a Z-Pack. And the, and the Z-Pack and the budesonine and all of it is working uh, like a charm. So thank you very much again. I, I don't know how many more times we're gonna have to bring you on just to thank you, <laughs> not only for what you did for V-Lynn's mother and what you did for our own kids. Yeah, our but, kids had COVID last week. And um, you know, our 15-year-old, he he had a, a low grade fever one day and he runs like 96, 97 normally anyway. He's like me, he's a cold blooded lizard person. Um, but <laughs> so he was running like a 99 degree fever and you know, he had a, a little bit of a cough and a headache and um, and some fatigue. And I, I started him on hydroxychloroquine right away. And you know, he, he actually, he was feeling better, but because he was off school for two days, they made him take a COVID test before he could go back. And his COVID test came back positive. And we were all shocked because he felt fine. <laughs> it was like he had a minor cold for a couple of days. And um, you now he's back in school today for the first day after being off for a week. And he's like, this is ridiculous. There's no reason that I should be home. And actually they offered to let him go back um, last Wednesday but he would have had to wear a mask for the rest of the week. And I said, you know what? No, he'll come back on Monday. We, we don't do masks. You're not gonna put my sick child in a mask and exacerbate any kind of respiratory illness that he has. That's just stupidity. What happened to common sense? So yeah, anyway, he's back in school today and he's feeling much better. Um, our 10 year old had it for a day. I think he was probably COVID positive, but we didn't test him, but he's feeling better now too. You know, the young ones, they, they kick it really quick. So um, he and I just gave the zinc and vitamin C yeah, and vitamin D. And, yeah. So, so how are you doing, Dr. Sella? A 15 year old probably have, I'm doing excellent. And a 15 year old, I've done well anyway, even without treatment. So yeah, 15 year olds do very well. And uh, just let me say this, a 93 oxygen is it's really good. You can have, uh, we don't even start worrying till it drops like below like 88. So a 93 oxygen is good, number one. Number two, COVID patients tolerate very low oxygen. We've had people show up in our clinic with very low oxygen and we treat them and the oxygen came up and it came up slowly. We had a guy started up with oxygen of about 76 or something. Ooh. That is really low. For a regular patient, you'll be in so much distress. But we gave them treatment. It came up to about 83 or 84 in the clinic. We sent them home. They came back the next day. By the time they started their steroids and everything, they came back the next day. They had gone up to like low 90s, 91, 92, and uh, they recovered. So oxygen of 93 is actually normal. It's not, it's not like major. I will not, for a regular person, that is not sick. 
uh, if their oxygen drops below 90, just going on to, to a place that has high altitude, your oxygen can actually drop. So um, when you have COVID, you can tolerate very low oxygen. So if I will not even start freaking out. For somebody at home, maybe 88, yes, and then you can worry a little bit. But there's no need to freak out. If you get your ivermectin and breathing treatments, what you should do is be taking the breathing treatments, taking the ivermectin, taking the steroids, you will get better. Usually it takes three to four days to get better. There are many people at home that never took their oxygen, never know what their oxygen were. <laughs> because when the, the minute you get that oxygen, it's not 95%, it's not 100%. The person panics and then the next thing they are getting sick just from the fear, which is one of the big part of this disease. We had a, a young man that went on a cruise and uh, the whole cruise came down with COVID. Um, we lost, we lost you. your sound, Dr. Stella. We lost you audio-wise. Yeah, we lost your sound, Dr. Stella. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. You're muted. You're muted. There you go. There you go. Yeah, you said yeah. you. there was a young man who went on a cruise and the whole cruise came down with COVID? Yeah, so the young man went on a cruise and came down with COVID and they quarantined him in a hospital in, in, in Florida and he was terrified because... He checked his oxygen and it was like 93 and he was so terrified and he was so, when they called me, everybody was panicking. We have to get him medicine today. If we don't get him medicine tonight, something's going to happen. Yes, they've called him the medicine, but they're not going to get it tomorrow. Everybody was in a full-blown full panic. So I asked him, how old are you? He said, I'm 32. I said, what was your oxygen? It was like 93. I said, don't worry about it. Go to sleep, relax. Tomorrow morning, go get your medicine. You'll be fine. Well, also understand, I, I, under, understand I, I, where that... I, Understand too where that comes. Understand mm -hmm. too where that comes from because that is uh, per the practice yeah. of emergency medicine, and uh, mm -hmm. that's one of the things protocols. that I do. Yeah, correct. Due, due to our protocols, one of the things as a as an EMT, as a first responder, uh, we take your blood oxygen level. Anything less than ninety four percent, you automatically get put on a, a nasal oh, cannula at three liters a minute. Uh, anything below ninety percent, and you get put on a non. Uh, non-mask rebreather at uh, 25 liters a minute. So it's just an emergency medicine thing, especially when it comes to trauma, trauma especially, because obviously in trauma, you have to be producing, your blood has to be synthesizing enough oxygen to keep the body alive. So that's that's the only reason that I, that was my take on it. Not, I'm not a doctor. I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night, but I'm not a doctor, I promise you. <laughs> Um, no, but I'm saying that, right? I'm just saying that for the benefit of the people. Absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree with you. COVID patients tolerate lower oxygen than regular people. Because you see, the, 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 the main issue is not an oxygenation issue as much as it's an inflammation issue. So COVID patients tolerate like much lower oxygen. In fact, they believe that it's actually more of the blood being, the, the micro blood vessels, you know, being inflamed than it is a real oxygenation issue. You have they used to call them happy, you know, you know, happy hypoxics, you know. They'll be in the hospital, they'll be hypoxic, but they'll be on the phone talking to their family member with an oxygen of 85. Yeah, and that's... So COVID patients tolerate lower oxygen. So at 92, 93, I won't even panic for COVID patients. They're, at home, if it goes down to like 88, then they should maybe do something about it. But we've had patients... Do you know we had a patient actually walk into our clinic with an oxygen of 40? We thought he was going to die. Oh we came to go to the hospital, he refused. We called the ambulance, he refused. I, Can you, you imagine you regularly as an EMT seeing somebody with an oxygen of 46? They're I, dead. Yeah, no, that is. But this guy had an oxygen of 46. 
and refused to go to the hospital. They were catching their breath. We gave them a breathing treatment in the clinic. We gave, put them on oxygen in the clinic. Oxygen came up to about 60. We begged this man to go to the hospital. He refused to go to the hospital. So we sent him. He, he said, no, he's going home. I'm, I'll be back tomorrow, doctor said. I'm not going to the hospital. If you send me to the hospital, they're going to kill me. And yeah. of course, if somebody shows up at the hospital with an oxygen of, what, 60, they're going to intubate the person. Well, in a lot of yeah. people, so, and then they're going to COVID test them, and then they're going to start them on remdesivir, and then they're going to die. He was absolutely right. And a lot of people don't yeah, realize. To go to the hospital, refused. We treated him. He came back. We treated him. He came back. We treated him. He came back. We treated him. We get. We put him on daily rosefin shots. That he came back from treatment. And we get oxygen in the clinic. Gave him butyrosulfide and and donor breathing treatments in the clinic. It was crazy. And guess what? He lived. Yeah, I know that was a miracle for me. I was like, this is you know, he lived. I, I so I don't COVID patients they put it very low. Sometimes they come to the clinic and they're running in oxygen 60 and they are looking at you, they are talking. I'm like, what? A regular patient, a regular diabetic or a regular patient. This is the only situation where I've seen when patients come to the clinic and their oxygen is running 75 and they are talking. Usually 75 oxygen is not even compatible with life, but COVID patients are talking. That's crazy. So I will not even start panicking. Or for somebody at home, if your oxygen starts dropping to like maybe 88, then maybe you you should. But 90, 92, it's actually for COVID patients pretty good. Well, in, it tolerate very low. I don't know what is what is that. What is being in hospital? Tolerate very low oxygen. What a lot of people. What a lot of people. What a lot of people don't realize is that in the normal air you breathe every day, you only get there's. It's only twenty one percent oxygen, and a lot of people mm -hmm. don't realize. So you got to realize what she's saying when she says forty six percent. Her his blood oxygenation level is at forty six percent. That means of twenty one percent, he was only diffusing forty six percent of that, which is really really bad. Um, yeah, you shouldn't be alive at that point for what your body requires just to 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 live. Is uh, that's one of those things that no 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 it's like um somebody asked me a long time ago uh, can somebody like if you were thrown into a pit of tar but you were able to stay above the tar and open your mouth and breathe would you eventually die and i said absolutely and they said why i yeah. said because it's not just your lungs that take in oxygen your skin takes in every part of your body takes in oxygen and if you drop that diffusion in your bloodstream and in around your body in your skin in your pores if you drop that diffusion below a certain level yes you eventually will suffocate it you'll basically die. I said, yeah. that's why humans can't survive in the water forever. We can't, I mean, yeah, we can go down there and dive, we can breathe, but there's things we just can't do. It just can't happen. Remember in New York City in the 90s, people were painting themselves full body latex yep. paint for Halloween and they, they suffocated They would and suffocate, died. yep. Yeah, because they, they even though they could technically breathe out of their mouths, they suffocated because mm -hmm. they painted their entire body in latex except for their mouth and they died. Um, yeah, so, so it's, yeah, that's it's crazy. just a thing. I, I don't, uh, I don't know how many people realize that, like we're only breathing 21% pure <laughs> oxygen. And you know, when a firefighter EMT, a paramedic or somebody shows up and they give you, they introduce hundred percent pure oxygen into your bloodstream. Um, it's less that the body has to do less work. That's why we try to do it. That's one of the things we, well, that's the idea behind it, the emergency medicine part behind it, but either way. So question for you, Dr. Stella, yeah. I heard, uh, I heard a rumor that you're going to be co-owning CNN with with Nicholas Sandman and um, and Kyle Rittenhouse, is that true? Are you suing CNN? Oh yeah, I sued CNN several months ago because of the way they, they beat me around. Yeah, that would be a good idea, right? Go on CNN. <laughs> yes. yes, I did sue CNN because um, sometimes, you know, bullies 
have to be you, you have to fight bullies if you don't fight bullies you know they don't they just continue to bully people and i i don't i'm one of those people that i don't back down to a bully so i sued cnn and the reason is number one when i went to the to supreme court to talk about hydroxychloroquine i wasn't talking about my ministry and it doesn't matter what i believe in if i believe that in aliens or i believe in dragons or whatever i believe in that had nothing to do with my medical degree so they took my beliefs and made it look made me look like i'm some cook doctor because of my religious beliefs i mean meanwhile their own people sanjay gupta was in one river in 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 in, in india you know getting cleansing from one something demonic craziness and cnn covered it like oh that is his belief and religion and then me they attacked mine why so that is why i sued them because they, they attacked me they tried to make me look as if because I, I'm a Christian and I have Christian beliefs, I cannot be a doctor. I can be a Christian and believe in God if I be a doctor. When you go to your doctor's office, do you stop and ask them, what do you believe in? Do you know what I'm saying? So CNN just, and they, till today, if you Google my name on, 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 if you Google my name right now online, you see all kinds of crazy things. We had a patient, it was very funny. A patient came and signed up to see us. And then she stepped back, refund my money. Dr. Manuel is a cook. She believes in aliens. She believes in this. So I said, guys, please just refund her money. So I asked her, I said, ma'am, why would, how come a, a CNN, you know, programmed individual like you would show up on my website? What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, something. Why don't you just follow CNN and go get some rendezvous or something? You know, so. Yeah, so it, it's it's crazy. So that's why I sued CNN, number one. Number two is they're allowing people to die by trying to stop the uh, early treatment and somebody needs to stand up to them. So yes, the lawsuit is still going on. That's that's excellent because they're they're attacking the First Amendment on every possible front. You know that I mean they're attacking Christians just for being Christians. They're demonizing us because they're actually the demons. Mm -hmm. They're attacking free speech and in every way, shape, and form. Um, I was quite shocked and and disappointed to hear that some of our own people were censoring free speech um that was that was really really disturbing to me i heard um that now we didn't make it to phoenix we actually just moved and we got a puppy she's sleeping right next to me actually she uh she was running around all morning so she's sound asleep right now so um but we didn't make it to phoenix and and uh but we were we watched some of the stuff online um, I heard you guys couldn't say "Let's go, Brandon" or "Build the Wall" or anything like that from the stage in Phoenix. I don't usually say "Let's go, Brandon," so I don't. But but I'm just saying that, right? Um, I think something happened in the Phoenix. Something happens when we went to um, um, Frisco. There was a lot of the Reawaken America talk came up, came under a lot of attack from Frisco. So. And so there are a lot of things happening. And when we, these churches, when, when, we, when they go to do these programs, they are actually renting churches and they are renting these people's, uh, this thing. whatever they want you to do, that's what you're going to do. Number one. Number two, uh, Clay is coming under a lot of attack for the work that he's doing. So, uh, in fact, security and everything was beefed up because, you know, you know, things really got crazy from, you know, when you start doing something initially and, they're ignoring it, and then eventually they realize that you're making an impact, the crows are going to come out. When the crows are going to come out, you know, there are some things that you're going to have to compromise, you know. I remember when I came out and said that hydroxychloroquine, COVID has a cure, Texas Vogue attacked me, and um, 
The only thing with sex act book to me, like, I should not say it has a cure. I can say effective treatment. So I was either going to stay there and fight that I must say you have a cure and lose the battle until I just say, you know what? If I can treat my patients and call it effective treatment, that's pretty much okay. So there are sometimes that, you know, you, you sometimes you have to fight and run so that you can leave to fight again. I don't know the details of why they will not say let go Brandon, but I'm just saying that if, if things are going on that way, then something is going on and we need to, we need to, um, how do I put it? We need to, one of the things I've told the Patriots to stop doing is shooting friendly fire. You know, everybody's complaining about, oh, this thing is happening, that is happening. Most of the time we should just stop shooting friendly fire because are, we are not each other's enemy. They are coming against us. They want to divide us. They want to destroy what we're doing. They want to destroy the unity that we have in, 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 in standing together with people from different works, different ideas, different ideology. The, I mean, the Christians, the, the mainstream Christian churches are coming against the conference. Oh, you should not bring people that are not mainstream Christians. They are bringing Jews. They are bringing people that are not Christians. And then the people that are not Christians are telling Clay, why are you bringing all these church folks? We'll give you a whole lot of money if you didn't bring church folks. And it's just a lot. So at the end of the day, you can't please everybody. And I, I don't disagree with that. Um, that I understand. That's actually a better answer than what the one I heard given uh, from Clay, which is uh, more interesting. But one of the things that, I, you know, you're involved in this. Um, and I know that you're in why I understand your involvement and I don't, uh, I think you're awesome. And I think there's uh, not a whole lot that we can, uh, you're not putting this stuff together, but you're speaking the truth. And I give you all the props in the world for everything you've done. Uh, however, one of my issues with this is, that, uh, if the churches are doing this, then we seek out another venue because one of the things we're fighting against here is exactly why you're suing CNN is your freedom of speech to say, Hey, look, I can say this in this country. Not a lot of people like yourself, not a lot of people can say, I've been in another country where we weren't allowed to speak our mind, where we weren't allowed to speak our peace. And I believe that this freedom that we're fighting against. For instance, mm -hmm. uh, don't take the jab. The jab can't be mandated. I completely agree with that. But at the same time, yeah. the jab can't be mandated. If somebody comes out and says, no, I think the jab should be mandated. You have the right to say that. At the same time that if I have a right to say, no, I don't think the jab should be mandated, whether I got it or not is immaterial. I don't think it should be mandated, but I have the right to say that. Um, that yes. is something- That's what makes America great. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. That's something we hold near and dear. And when you start saying that you can't say certain things, then as a group, it's time for us to pick up and move to another venue. But the thing that I found most disturbing is I found out this wasn't the first time this has ever happened. So now I'm beginning to wonder, what did we miss in Tampa? What did we miss in Michigan? What did we miss in Ohio? What did we miss in Atlanta? What are the things that we've already missed that have gone on at other Make America Great, you know, or Wake America Up Again, Reawaken America, or reawaken America Conferences, America yeah. conferences See, the again. Way, the way we look, and I, I get you, Stella, that they're, they are... They are attacking us and, and we need to stop the friendly fire. I see the attack as the church themselves or whomever's in charge saying that you can't say this, you can't have this speaker, you can't do that. That is the primary attack, right? So when they mm -hmm. when when we concede to their demands, we're we're essentially we're we're conceding to their attack. We're giving in to them. Mm -hmm. That's that's what disturbs me. I, I don't like attacking our, you know, our own people, but I don't like our own people letting us be attacked and 
coming after that, the First Amendment, you know, coming after the free speech aspect of it, um, that's what that's what really disturbs me. I feel like we're being attacked on that front and we're letting it happen by, you know, by conceding to it. That's that that gets me all the it way. Depends on, it depends on what we call free speech. You know why I say that? For example, I'm a patriot, but if you came to my program and you start cursing, it's a no-no. Oh, absolutely. Well, there's or a, there's a difference between or you you want so the, we we are fighting for free speech, right, and uh, freedoms. But there is no such thing as absolute freedom. There still has to be some restraints of our humanity. If not, we go crazy. If you give everybody the liberty to do whatever they want to do, at the end of the day, everybody's going to do what they want to do, and many people are going to get offended by what everybody else does. So when you're putting together a program, like for example, we have, if you see behind me, we have this really beautiful ranch and we put, we allow people to rent it. We allow uh, people come here to pray and uh, we're gonna do programs here. And I told them, I said, if you're gonna come to our ranch, Bethel Revival Center, it's a beautiful place where you cannot drink here and you cannot smoke. If that has anything to do with your liberty, then don't come. So we cannot, if the church says, don't say, because let, let I don't want to say let's go, Brandon, because it's, it's essentially a it's essentially cursing. I don't say that. I don't but wear T-shirts that say that. So if you stood on the pulpit and somebody's pulpit and starts screaming and told Brandon, you're practically cursing. So if the church says that, I don't want that in this church, we are in the church. And if we want to take the venue, when Clay wanted to do this program, and and when Clay and, and, and um, Michael Flynn sat down and said, this is what we're going to do, they chose to do it in the church. Why they chose to do it in the church is because this year, Waking American Tour is not just about fighting for freedom. It's also fight, trying to get us back to God, to a place of a moral standing. And we have to know that it's not everything we can do in the church. You cannot go on the church pulpit and curse. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. So it is not all freedoms that are going to be allowed. There is no such thing as absolute freedom. So um, if there are some people that cannot speak in the conference because they want to, if somebody's going to come to the conference and start proposing their uh, a religious agenda that we should all bow to Buddha, I don't think they should let them speak in the conference because even though it is not a real church, a church church conference, the the we that are doing the, that are in deep in the conference and people like Clay that are the, their whole, you should find out what is the vision and the motive of what they are doing. The vision and the motive is not just fighting uh, against jabs and everything. It's also trying to reawaken us and bring us closer to God. So there are things that are going to have to be restricted. It cannot be a free for all. And I, that part, I, I completely understand. Um, and, and I've and seen more people is, come to God in the past year than I have in my entire yeah. life. You know, it's it's truly miraculous. Yet. It's It's been amazing. Mm -hmm. I myself um, came to God in a way that I didn't think was possible. And I didn't know it was possible until it happened to me. And I, I see more people experiencing that every day. And it's 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 an incredibly beautiful thing. Um Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I kind of did, though. No, but it, it, you're absolutely right. I'm not. I'm not uh, that part of it. You're absolutely right. If the church is saying that, I completely agree. Um, however, you are doing. If that were the only thing, if that were the only thing being talked about there, I would completely agree with you. Um, if it were, um, 
if that was the only problem I could understand. However, when you're talking about something like the Reawaken America tour, and you're bringing people from all different faiths, all different um, backgrounds, all life. different religions, all different walks of life, correct. That is where I, even still, I think we have to, if that's the case, then we have to go another direction. We have to find another venue that it can't be where you're limiting because the one thing we're bringing out is the freedoms. We're bringing out the freedoms. We are bringing out the freedom of speech. We are bringing out the freedom, um, the second amendment. We are bringing out the right to your religion, the right to bear arms. We're bringing the out right all of the right to life. We're bringing out all of those rights and those rights should be on display first and foremost. And if the church has an issue with it, not that I have an issue with the church, but you're absolutely right. There's things you cannot go up on stage and say, you can't go up and drop a GD, an F-bomb. You wanna do that, you go to your own show, you go to your own platform, you go to your own thing and do it. You don't do it in a church. That is not the issue. But when Eric but, Trump is standing up on stage, looking at Clay saying, can I say this? And Clay says, no. That's embarrassing. Yeah, that, it's that, kind of that, a that kind of defeats to our, the whole thing. You to know? our movement, don't can you I, agree? Can I, say, can I say build the wall? No. Can I say lock her up? No. That's, you know, the, you know the whole why, world you know saw that. You know why you should not be on that that place saying build the wall and lock her up? They were fighting for America. We're not fighting for that's not a Republican conference. Mm -hmm. I'm a Republican. A lot of us are Republicans, but we have to stop doing things that are going to divide us into camps. There are things that really, if you go there and start screaming build the wall, what there are people that are coming to this conference because they want to know men. There are things that are there are battles that are more important that humanity is fighting than the Republican Democrat black, white, or all the other things that we fight. These battles are more important. You know, the Bible says I write down a vision and make it plain. And those that will see it will follow it. You should listen to what We lost you again, Stella. You, you muted. Hey, we, we lost you again, Stella. You muted. We, we, lost your, we lost you again. Yeah, you muted. Oh, there we go. There we go. No, you, yeah. Okay. All right, so now you sound really far away. Can you hear me? You you sound you sound like you're you're down a long tunnel. I'm trying to boost. Yeah, I'm trying to boost your audio. Hold on one second. Let me see what the heck's going on here. There we okay, go. Yes, there we go. Yeah, there there we go. you are. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. All right. See, like I'm saying that like when somebody's is given a mandate. There's a visionary and there's a mandate. You should talk to the person and see the vision and the mandate. When you see the vision and the mandate, then you can come with that vision and that mandate. If that vision and that mandate doesn't suit you, that is practically, practically part of our freedoms. If the vision and mandate does not suit you and you don't like some parts of it, then you create your own vision and mandate. The issue is that just like we, we want our freedoms we cannot also decide that the vision God gave Clay has to be molded to our freedoms. He has to follow the vision God gave him, and people that want to follow him have to follow him. We cannot make it a political, a political program. That is, it will, it, like I tell people, I say, this is not like a church program. A church church means you're not going to come here and say, oh, you can't bring somebody that is... Uh, you know, you can't bring a Muslim on stage because they are Muslim, or you, or you can't bring somebody here. You know, they were going, you know, the church folks were getting on Clay's case for bringing in, um, what's his name, uh, Dr. Zelenko, because he's Jewish. 
And that's stupid and crazy because they did not tell them that this was a church, church conference. Number two, we cannot say that, okay, you, you have to bring in, what if the gay rights people decide now that they must be part of the conference so that they can come there and dress like a girl and do their own thing? Should we accept it because it's freedom? No, there is a mandate. There is what God told Clay to do. He writes that vision, he makes it clear, you connect to his vision and we follow it. And that is the way, because maybe because I'm a Christian and I'm a pastor, I understand how it is to follow a vision, follow a command and come under that vision and know what the person's vision is and key to it. If I did not agree with Clay's vision, I will not be part of it. So that's what we should do. I don't think we can, it is not a, it's a vision God gave him and people are coming along because they connect to the vision. There are people that are going to fall off because they don't connect to that vision. If 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 Eric Trump stands on the pulpit, he cannot turn it into a into a political rally for Trump. I mean, I love Trump. It's not everybody in that conference that loves Trump. It's not every patriot that there are people right now that are divided on the Trump issue. It's not everybody there that. So I don't think that they should make it political. It should not be political. It should not be extra. It it has to be able to bring people along. And some of these things that they are stopping are things that are dividing us and we shouldn't allow things that we want people that have been vaccinated that are democrats to cross over standing there and collect if they voted for biden standing there and screaming let's go brandon war might turn some of them off that is not it this is not a political rally we need to get politics out of it as much as we can and fight for america you know so whether democrat republican those things are just titles they give us so that they can divide us and be able to conquer us so if I would probably agree to them talking about, you know, build a wall and so that, that's not the place for it. There's another rally for that. It's not reawakening America rally. I, I agree. Um, so um, I, I think probably Clay should not have brought Eric Trump onto the show in the first place, because just by bringing someone with the last name Trump, it automatically turns it into a political rally and divides people because you're right. Trump is the most polarizing person in the country. And, you know, we, we, we were big Trump supporters. We've had some issues. We've had some questions with his stance on the vaccine, especially recently. His last rally um, was seemingly better. He didn't talk about the vaccine at all. He talked about therapeutics and hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, and that was great. But everyone, you know, previous to that, he's been touting the vaccine is great. The booster is fantastic. It's going to save your life. It's mm -hmm. saving, you know, tens of millions of lives. And we all know that that's ridiculous. We know that because we've learned from the conference, from all the speakers there in that non-political setting it's really a it, it is a medical conference so from I think, you i think bringing from eric, you we yes, learned it from we you. learned it from you so i think bringing eric trump into that forum was probably not the best idea if you want to keep it no, apolitical. eric trump should be part of it eric trump is also a patriot it's just that eric trump can have what i call temperance that means self-control it's not every place eric trump goes to speak that he has to scream build the wall you know something there are things that I would be very, very crazy about that. I don't, everybody needs to have some level of temperance. Like I said, temperance is some level of self-control. We cannot just express ourselves to the, to the greatest of our innate abilities or express ourselves to the greatest of what we want to express. We have to think, when I, whenever I'm going to, to this conference, I'm like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to tell the people today? What do they need to hear? Yes, I need to talk about hydrogen and I need to go into the spiritual stuff. Uh, Clear will call me and say, Stella, I want you to talk about the spiritual stuff. So I know that he, if if he was like, this is a medical conference, don't bring your spiritual stuff into this conference, I will not be part of it. 
There are people that have called me for interviews and I said, I'm going to talk about Jesus. If I can't talk about Jesus, I'm not coming. Do you know what I'm saying? So we make stands on where our lines are and we operate in those lines. But in fighting for our liberty, we cannot become like the Democrats sitting on every other person's liberty or trying to force the way we think or what the way we want to do it on everybody else. That is part of the that is part of the republic. That is part of the patriots. This thing. I shouldn't force the way I think on you just like you shouldn't force it on me. So if if him that we should actually just come with him, understand his vision for this conference and follow the vision. God is blessing that conference because he is very focused. He said like a flint. I talk to Claire all the time. I pray with Vanessa. So I know their vision. You know what I'm saying? And if he cannot sway from that because of people, because I'm telling you, there are people that have offered to play a whole lot of money. Take all this, Dr. Stella them and all this Christian stuff out of it and we'll blow this up and make it big. It'll be a patriotic event with no God. He doesn't want that. And he shouldn't. Because he, without all the, that pomp and splendor, God in his own hand is taking this conference places. People are getting saved, people are getting baptized, people are coming under, you will not even think will come up to this conference. So I, I think the conference is just perfect. And it's not everything that's supposed to be said over there. You know, it's not everything that you should promote in that conference. And those should be, those should be some of the moderation that should be in everything that we do. You know what I'm saying? We cannot just, okay, let me tell you something. I, I started going on Gab.com. Gab I have a Gab account. I will post on Gab, and then some people come in and write very horrible comments, and I want to delete it. And they say, oh, well, free speech will not let you delete it. So I don't go on the, I, Because of that, I don't go on Gab. Because why am I going to... Why would somebody coming and cursing and using foul language on my post, and I can't delete it because of their free speech? That is extreme. There is no absolute freedom and we as human beings need to get that i need to have a it's like telling me i should leave my door open for everybody to come into it no i have the right to lock my door to who i don't want to come there and people that i want to, i let them in that is what social media should be about you should be able to keep the friends you want to keep delete those that you want to you want to delete cast a speech that you don't want to, to be expressed on your wall which is like your house on the internet you know what I'm saying? So sometimes we take this whole idea about free speech. We do not, we, we don't want to become the ocasio protesters. We cannot become the Democrats and decide that our free speech is so free speech, we must ram everything into everybody's mouth. No. There is no such thing in life as absolute freedom. I hope I'm, I'm you know. Well, I, we, no, I, we, we're listening. Yeah, I'm, trust we, me, we I, I, we're trying to, I'm, I'm not, I, uh, we had a friend of ours and uh, he got me kind of fired up about this topic when I found out about it. And I gotta be honest, I'm trying to get a different viewpoint from everybody else. Cause I know that I'm pretty sure you spoke in Phoenix. Did you not? Yes, I did. Okay. I'm just trying to get a different viewpoint to understand it from, uh, I'm trying to understand it from your perspective. I don't expect, I never expected Dr. Stella to get up on stage and start a let's go brain and chant. <laughs> never, ever in my wildest dreams, but I did expect you to get up there and go off about hydroxychloroquine, go off about the benefits of ivermectin, budesonine, uh, uh, buterol, and, and all of your different treatments that you have been using that I have watched and I have seen, I personally seen, um, and a lot of people say, well, you know, I have a lot of friends that say, well, I've never seen a miracle. I have. I've seen three or four of them now. Thank you. And it's not because of me. 
Um, and it's definitely because of the guy upstairs, but it's also because of his worker down here, which is you. And a lot of people have seen mm -hmm. that stuff. And whether you want to believe it or not, I don't care. You, you can call me a kook, a quack. I don't care. My point is this, I've seen it happen. I've watched it happen. I've watched you work. And that is where- It's over, over 100,000 patients, over 100,000 patients. Yeah, 100, now you're up, to, you're up to like 106, <laughs> 107,000 now because we've been helping you out. We've been promoting your stuff. And one of the things I've always told my listeners is like, look, I'm gonna bring people on who believe the same thing I believe. They might not say it the same way I mm -hmm. do. They may not cuss, yes. I do, but sorry about that, but I don't cuss when you're on. And the reason I don't do it is not out of anything else. It's, it's out respect. of respect to you. It's having that self-control because and you're, because. Yes. If you cuss, I'm gonna pray for you when I get off that Jesus will clean your mouth. <laughs> And it's a good, good try. I've had priests. I've had everybody else and their mother try. It just never worked. But I, I think that there's a lot to this. And I, I think one of the things like as a movement, if he's going to, you have to be, you will walk a very, 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 this is a very fine line to walk, especially when it gets to Patriots, especially when you get down into the weeds of this. And the second you start clipping just a little bit here and there in certain areas, other Patriots take it very um, one-sided. And one of the things I wanted to do today, especially since you're on, one of the questions I had for you, um, and you've already answered it. And mm -hmm. I, I think I understand, I completely understand your answer. And um, I've never promoted, I promoted you because I believe in your, the work you're doing, the drugs that you're promoting and the help you've already done for us and what I've seen it do. I promote you for that. Mm -hmm. I promote you for your belief and what you're doing. And the fact that mm -hmm. there's a lot of people out there that did come out CNN, call you a quack. Uh, they called you all mm -hmm. sorts of things under the sun. And you know what? I don't judge a book by its cover, but when I see a woman who comes out and professes something and it works like it does, and it works beautifully, and I've seen so many people recover from it. Um, I have one other question for you real quick, and this actually isn't a hard one. This is actually oh, more you, let me, wait, 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 Before you go that question, for your, for your listeners, they should go on drstellamd.com, get your hydroxychloroquine in your house, get your ivermectin, get your vitamins and if you use the promo code defiant defiant we're going to give them five percent off and, oh, yes, and by the way as, as mick as mick likes to say all the time better to have and not need than need and not have yes d-e-f-i-a-n-t sometimes say my accent sometimes people are like really like do you know <laughs> it's, it's so crazy um i went on um when CNN attacked me i do what i I do best. I'm a warrior. So I just threatened to cast demons out of them and everything. And I fought back and I stood out. I'm like, you, you, you won't believe it. When we went to the Supreme Court, if you read my book, you will see it in there. When we went to the gates of the, the, the steps of the Supreme Court, of course, God used my voice. If I had not been in that conference, they had a conference before that, they had a conference after that. But that day, God just used my voice to blow up this thing worldwide. I mean, we're talking here with patriots. If you go to remote countries in India, Bangladesh, the people that translated my message, they know me everywhere in the world. And God did that. But when I got off there and CNN attacked me, the first thing the patriots said was, I should take down my ministry website. I told them, I said, have you guys lost your mind? Do you know how I got here? I should take down Jesus. You're back off. So people, they were like, 
She's not going to take down her site. I say, heck no. They say, oh, demon sperm is trending online. I say, so what? That demon sperm trend online. I think okay, I lost it. You know, so I like went off on everybody. <laughs> so they, they basically left me alone. So, and then of course, after that, they canceled me. My own group canceled me. I was supposed to be meeting with the vice president. I was supposed to go on shows. I was supposed to be on Hannity. They all canceled me. Till today, people had my pictures on there. People were showing me on Fox. Never called me. They canceled me. But guess what? I stood my ground on what is the fundamental thing that is important. My work with Jesus. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a woman of God. I'm a child of God. And that is who I am. Being a doctor is what I do. The reason why I'm able to do the doctor work, the reason why I'm able to risk everything, I, I'm telling you, you see, right now it's fanciful for everybody to go out there and talk about azomethyl and hydroxytopia, whatever. But when we came out, it wasn't that way. We risked everything. You know what I'm saying? When I was living here, going to Washington, D.C., I told my family members, if I get killed, if I perish, I perish. It, it, it was at that height. When I came, the first day I spoke to Dr. Oso, Richard Oso here in town, the next day he called me and couldn't get me on the phone. He panicked because he thought something bad had happened to me. That is how much we were under pressure and under attack when we came out saying, we are going to treat these people. We're not going to let you kill our people. We're going to fight for the souls of people. The reason I could do that is because I'm a woman of God. People have different reasons that they do things. You know what I'm saying? The reason I could do that is because of my Christianity. You see, Reawaken America is just one program. I traveled. I went. I, 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 people call me to come and speak in different programs. The, the, the sky is so big. Many birds, planes are flying, helicopters, birds, kites, and all crows. Everything flies. This battle is so big. If you don't agree with Clay Clark, with Clay Clark please start another conference. Call us. We will come. Do you understand? We need to have some huge patriotic event every week of the month, every weekend, every day. We need many more people. So anybody that is like totally upset and doesn't like, start one. I'm going to come. Just invite me. You know what I'm saying? We cannot just, that is what we're doing in Reawaken America. It's not all there is to it. The, the sky is huge. The battle is huge. We have, we need more people. So anybody that is like, oh my God, I can't stand Reawaken America. They're crazy. They're, Please just start another one. Start the patriotic, whatever. Just but, and let us know. We'll come. We'll come and support you. There's enough of us. We have enough time. We travel. I travel all over the country. I'm on podcasts and interviews everywhere. Mm -hmm. So this is Reawaken America is just one conference. Well, we'll hold you to that, Dr. Stella, because we've got some in the works, actually. Mm -hmm. We'll hold you to that because we have we have some in the works where uh, we're we're talking. We've been talking with some people where we're actually um, and we started this. We, we started talking about this a few months ago, actually. We started talking about it when we were in Dallas um, or even before mm -hmm. then. Uh, something, you know, we, we love that, we love the church aspect of it, but we understand that it's not for everyone. And we, you know, we there's a lot of people that don't come to the Clay Clark, Clark events because they're held in a church um, or, you know, because it is so religious and not that we want to keep those people from God, but we want to get them into a, a, 
a forum where they're more comfortable um, so that we can introduce them to things like that. So um, so we're actually, we've been talking to some some of our other podcaster friends. Uh, we're, yep. we're going to be starting some events like that around the country. So we will definitely hold you to that. Because um, we're- but and, also remember that if I come, I'm still going to talk about Jesus. Oh, of course. We, Absolutely. We, we I don't expect anything yeah. different. Yeah. In fact, I was going to say, you know, we we- We've heard your spiel about hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. We we use it all the time for our friends, you know, um, and our listeners. We talk about it literally all the time. That's that's not why we bring you on here. We bring you on here because uh, we want to know what the Lord has been telling you. So uh, what's what's the good word, Dr. Stella? We have to pray. We have to turn our hearts back to God. That's the bottom line. The battle that we're fighting is a spiritual battle. It's not a physical battle. I know that it's, it's very easy for people to want to just turn, move, move people to a herd of place where we don't get super spiritual. But this battle is a battle of the devil against God. And that we're gonna, the reason why we are still fighting and struggling like this is because we have not turned to God. If you, you cannot be, sometimes I say, I said, how could we be so afflicted? And we can't find our way to the mercy seat. That is crazy. We need to be able to find our way to the mercy seat and cry out to God. If you look through the Bible, whenever a, a people were afflicted, if they cried out to God, God delivered them. If they didn't, they perished. Right now, thank God that there are, there are people praying from all over the world. Prayer warriors are crying. We have been today, it's like day 520 something that we've been praying three to four hours every single day. When I say we're snipers, we spend every day just praying, fighting, breaking, pulling down, casting. We do that every day. We don't wait for the devil to attack us. We we, we take the, the battle to the gates of the enemy and we fight it there because we know it's a spiritual battle. That is what America needs to do. The Bible says that before we were afflicted, we went astray. The world has gone astray and gone chaotic. If you run, if your parents tell you don't do this and you run off into the into the, into the valley where they tell you don't go there, snakes will bite you. When snakes start biting you, why is it so hard to run, find a way back home to the parent? That is where we are. That is our problem. We cannot find our way back. So yes, I want you guys to put those conferences where the people are not spiritual and bring me there to help them find their way back to God. Because at the end of the day, it's a disservice to just let people be fighting as patriots, trying to fight the devil. We are trying to fight the devil. How are you going to fight the devil without God? We, we, I, I went to a conference in another city. I'm not going to call the city because I will know the conference. When I went there, it was the weirdest thing. I mean, the, the lady brought me because I was a woman of God, called me Dr. Stella. I want you to go into the Bible, teach this. When I got there, I found out that there were so many patriots fighting this battle. But most of them were new age. Most of them believe in energy and, and, you know, and some energy and some other God and some other this, and there are five or seven different ways and you can blow sage in your house to ward off spirits. I'm thinking, I said, that is, if you read in the Bible, that's plain occultism. You cannot be using Satan to fight Satan. So a lot of people are using Satan to fight Satan. And I will tell you this, the reason why President Trump's presidency, a lot of us, God told us to, 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 to support Trump. I would not have supported Trump if I didn't hear clearly from God. I'm a prophet of God. So I hear clearly from God from things that I do. The reason why President Trump's presidency came down is because the, if all these white hats and black hats, it's like good court fighting bad court, that administration, they never truly 
repented and submitted their life to, to God. God is the one that raised President Trump. President Trump should have gotten to a place where he himself realized that God is the one that raised him. And God is the one that, so he supported Christianity, but was like on the outer, you know, kind of like on the periphery. If, if we are going to fight against the devil, even like I, I listen, it's recently that I'm beginning to find out a lot of things about the QAnon movement. I'm not part of it, but, you know, they have a lot of intelligence, which is great. But they, lack, they see the devil more than Christians do. Christians don't see the devil. The QAnon movement, they see these demons for who they are. They see these demonic people for who they are. But they don't have, they, 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 there's a disconnect between the fact that these demonic people, you can only defeat them if you're submitted to God. So they are trying to fight the devil when they themselves are living like the devil. We're going to lose. Actually, I, we need God. Q, that is the bottom line. Q quotes scripture quite often in his posts, just, just to let you know. We've, we've read them all. We started know, from the I very beginning. Post, but, the, but the followers, the yes, followers, the followers don't. Too many, yes. They they see yes, the evil, I, I but they don't too. they don't see the the way to fight it. Yeah, because yes, they don't see the, the way answers. to fight it. I was called to go to go give a talk at a Q conference. I didn't know it was a Q conference, but it was yeah, it was interesting. But I went there, and my thing was, oh my God, Father, have mercy. These people are so lost. They want to fight. They have the right heart. You know, the Bible says in Isaiah that our country will no longer become desolate. It will be called Beulah. Because the people, your sons will be married to you. You could see that um, the, the American patriots are married to the land. In scripture, it is God that puts that fierce desire in us to fight for our land. I'll show you the scripture in Isaiah 62. Let me read it to you. But we are missing the connecting to God part to win the battle. Let me read. It is, the patriot movement is a movement that is ordained by God. But how are you going to fight a battle? Okay, let me, in Isaiah 62, if you can, he said, for Zion's sake, I will not hold my peace. I'm going to replace Jerusalem with America, and you will see the battle that we're fighting. For, for America's sake, I will not hold my peace. And for America's sake, I will not rest. Until the righteousness day of go forth as brightness, and the salvation day of as a lamp that burneth. And all the globalists, shall see America's righteousness and all the kings shall see America's glory. And we shall no longer, we shall be called by a new name. The mouth of the Lord has named it. We shall be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord, a royal diamond in the hand of God. We, America, you will no longer be termed forsaken. Neither would your land be termed desolate. You shall be called Hepzibah and your land Beulah. Hepzibah means the delight of the Lord. Beulah means married. So as the young men married a virgin, so your sons will marry you, America. As a bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall God rejoice over you, America. I have set watchmen on your walls, O America, that they will never hold their peace day or night unto God and you that make mention of the Lord. Keep not silent. Give God no rest until he establishes America a place of praise in the earth. This is the patriot movement. It is founded in a biblical in scripture. 
Yeah, I... But it is that is the part that is missing in our movement. Yes. It is God that makes us married to the land, that we think about our nation. Sometimes I pray for America as if it's my child. You guys know the feeling that you you, you, you think about your country and you, you see what is going on and you, you, you go in your backyard and you scream as if, you know, like, why would they be doing this to, to our nation? Why are they destroying our borders? Why are they do-? You could see it. It's because God allowed you to be married to the land so you can fight for it. Because this country, America, let me tell you something, there are not many people in the world that are fighting for their nation like we're fighting for America. There are many people that just sign it over and give it to the globalists. Give us money, give us dollar, and we're, we're good. But we are the last hope. You know what I'm saying? God, they said Israel was chosen by God. But God chose, the, America chose God. There were covenants that were made on this nation from the foundation of this nation. Yes, there were occultic people too in the foundation of the nation. But there were godly covenants that were made on this nation that is still allowing God to raise people up to fight for the nation. Because if America goes down, the light of the world is dimmed. You know what I'm saying? So, so the patriotic movement is founded in, 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 in the book of Isaiah. And they are, missing the, they are missing an understanding that that fire that is burning on the inside of us is put there by God. So that we can fight for this nation and bring America back to righteousness. To be a nation that is bringing the light to the world. America was supposed to be a city on the hill, a light to the world. You know what I'm saying? America has fought battles. There is no other nation. You see, I've lived in this country for 30 years. I'm originally from, from, from Central Africa, Cameroon. But and I, this country, this is my home. This is my land. My country even has a war going on there right now, my, my birth country. I don't have anywhere else to turn to but to fight for the land. Because if I don't fight for this nation, then what's going to happen to my children? That fire that is burning on inside every one of us patriots, that don't want to burn down our streets. That fire is put there by God. And when the patriotic movements are recognizing that they are supposed to come down under the auspice of God to win the battle, then we will win the battle. But if we don't realize it, God is going to come and bust this up. But a lot of people will, will be hurt and destroyed and die in the process. You should read Revelation 6. Yes, we're very familiar with Revelations. Um I, I believe you've read it actually on our show before, so, yes. <laughs> especially Revelation 6. Yes, and, and Revelations has had a very large impact on our lives recently. But um, well, before we let you go, Dr. Stella, would you, would you pray for us? Um, pray for our, our movement, pray for, uh, pray for our family, pray for our friends? Uh, more or less. Also, <clears throat> I also want you to say a prayer for yourself. Yes. Because you do amazing work and there's a lot of people that don't give you a lot of credit. And, you know, no matter what, uh, at the end of the day, um, no matter how I feel about, you know, the Patriot movement or anything like that, one of the things I love is that it has put me in touch with someone like you, who is an inspiration, not only spiritually, but also uh, in your work. I mean, what you do in your work is absolutely amazing. And the people you've helped, you have no idea. They can't reach out and say thank you that you because you'd be taking phone calls all day long. But one of the things that, you know, I have a lot of people that have called me and or sent me an email and said, hey, you know, I talked to Dr. Sella, I got all my stuff and I I feel a million times better. Please tell her to keep it up. And I know you don't hear that enough. So I just wanted to say that from everybody that you've helped and you've helped a bunch from this show, they've called me and they've 
just told me that the next time I had you on, I had to thank you. So we're thanking you from the bottom of our heart. Thank God for you, because if God had never put you and I on the same path or you and VLIN on the same path, we would have never met you. We've never been able to do what we've done for people. And the people you've helped are, they outnumber more than you know. Amen. Yeah, we have a, we have a whole team, you know, and I know um, I always tell my team, we have like, I think right now we have about 25 doctors, that, doctors and MPs that work for us. And I think we have about 50, our team is about 50 people. So I always tell them, I said, I might be the one out there um, making the noise, but we are all, we, you guys all take the crown of saving American lives. I had just dropped something on our pharmacy group because we have a bunch of pharmacies all over the country, mom and pop pharmacies that are, uh, we are shipping this medication to people's homes. At the end of the day, we've practically built a closed system. We don't call medications to Walgreens and all these crazy pharmacies anymore. They can't, they can't, we build our own telehealth software. We build our own closed system with our pharmacy groups that we work with. So um, I, I think that our next level right now is to try and see how we can do maybe urgent care centers all over the country so that it's people going to the hospitals they can either go to the urgent care and get some IV fluids, get some oxygen, or home health centers, home health aid, or not home health aid, like, you know, nurses and everything. That's, we're kind of working on some things. But we just have to, like, um, like I say, it's, it's, it's a calling. It burns in your heart, you know? Because it burns in your heart, you can't but do it. You just, you, I mean, like, what you guys do, it just burns in your heart. You, you can't do it. You can't, you, 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 you can't sleep. You have to do it. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's God that puts it there, and I'm thankful. I actually feel... Totally, I feel totally honored that uh, God has called me for a time like this. That's why when I go to these conferences, one of the favorite things I do is take selfies because I know that it's the people. We, we're, we're doing this work for the people and because we love the people and we have to be able to take time and hang out with the people. And, and I love it. I love taking selfies with everybody when I go out. And it's really, it's God that is doing it. And I thank God to that. Um, if you read my book, I hope you, you have time to get a copy and read the book. Oh, yeah, we read um, it. You know, if you read my book, you realize that I was trained for this and I've been trained for a long time for this. I'm one of those people that I don't have one. I, I really don't care what people say or think. And it, I mean, it's, I'm totally like comfortable in my skin. I don't care what people say. People will say things like, oh, Dr. Sina, we need answers. Oh, somebody did this. I was like, did I run for office that you're needing answers for me? Back off. <laughs> you know, they were like, how can you be a preacher and talk like that? I said, I said, I'm a preacher, I'm a warrior, and I'm not going to let you determine who I hang out with. Like, maybe I come on your show. Somebody like, why would you go on their show? Oh, that, okay, he said he curses, and you still go on there. Oh, oh, why are you talking to Michael? Why are you talking to this person? I said, hello, when did I appoint you the person that determines who I hang out with? Don't do that. You know something? So I basically... I'm, I'm basically one of those people that people don't push around, and it's it's actually built in my character. And God has wired me that way from when I was born. I was born for this time, and God wired me to do that, and then trained me thoroughly, grounded in scripture, a total spiritual sniper. When I say that, I'm not saying it lightly. If you ever watch us pray, you'll be like, what is going on? You know, That is why I am able to stand, because it is... A deep training that God has given me. So I'm, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm, I'm really grateful that uh, He trained me and called me to be a, a, a voice in my generation. You know. So I mean, whenever you know, nobody throws, nobody throws stones at a tree that doesn't have fruit. When you, when you go higher, that's when stones start coming up. So 
I don't pay no mind to those things. You know, so we give God praise and we just thank God, yeah, that people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to exceed all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellarmd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code DEFIANT. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing, keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had fluorona, they had Delta Crown, they had Omni, Delta, I don't know. They, it looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure, whether it's Furocron, Delta Crown, or whatever, or Omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Since, so just make since sure. you just yeah. brought that up, I do have one more question because I completely forgot about this one and I just heard about it and I don't know if you've heard anything about it or done any research into it, but I've heard that there are people that have taken hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin that have had, it's had absolutely no effect against uh, whatever version of Corona's out there floating around in the space right now. And uh, somebody else has said something that they may have already updated or... Um, updated what coronavirus is and submitted another one. There's another one out there that's floating around that is hesitant to hydro or it's resistant to hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Have you heard anything about that or anything like that? No, no. And I mean, no, then that just, we're, 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 we're still having very effective treatment. Here is the part, here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only there are some other doctors that are ivermectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are destinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a Z pack. We give them baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them so you know something. So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I always tell me, well, I got sick, and what do I do? What, should I increase my dose? I said no. Go back to the website, sign up as a, new, uh, a repeat patient, and get treated properly. Yeah, and I so we, haven't, we haven't had that. It still works. Get, still, it works like a champ too. I've seen so many people at work on, and they've always always said to me, "I was like, don't thank me, do, thank Doctor Stella. It's got nothing to do with me. We just works. we just tell them, hey, you. The second people get sick, you you should see this one right here because she's really bad about it. She automatically goes to the website, she shows them the website, and she says, Go "Actually, here. I have a card." So we put a, I put what I call my COVID bag together. Right after we got sick, and all of our friends started getting sick after my mom got sick. I took. I, I didn't. So yeah, he never got sick. But you know, I put um, zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C. Um, basically, the, uh, yeah, quer quercetin, quercetin um, yep. and uh, hydroxychloroquine and um, some, I don't have azithromycin. I have some, I, I have amoxicillin um, and just a start yeah, bag. Just, we call it the start like bag, a, just a in starter, case. A starter bag. And and then they call you but immediately. But I, I have a I have a card in there um, with you know your website and the promo code, and I'm like, go here, order it now, like drink this. I, I make a liposomal vitamin drink for for people to drink. It's vitamin C and vitamin D and zinc, and it's you know it's it's more effective because it's liposomal, so it. it absorbs faster and takes less. Um, and, you know, I, I have mason jars full of this stuff. And I, I hand it I out to people. 
Mm-hmm. I hope these are your friends because hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin is prescription strength. So you can technically be handing it out. Family members. We don't say it like that. Yeah, no. I mean, we. I, did I say that? I meant my family members. That's <laughs> yeah. what I meant. No, in, in our yeah, homes. No, we, we put. We say you're practicing medicine without a license. <laughs> not at all. No, we, we put a card in there with your website on it so that they can go on there and we explain to them the procedure. You go to the telehealth link, you click on there, you, you know, you fill out the form with your medical history and, um, and your phone number and then they call you for a teledoctor appointment and then they ship them the medication. But it's amazing just starting off with the zinc and the vitamin C and the vitamin D that the liposomal vitamin drink that I make, like it's amazing. It makes people feel better right away. Um, Don't talk to me about it. I put it on our website. Yeah, it's it it's pretty it's pretty good. I mean, I get it from I know it's like Aurora or something at some other some liposomal vitamin company. Um, but it's a mm-hmm. it's a liquid. It it tastes it's kind of milky almost. It kind of tastes weird. You got to get used to it, but it really works. Um, it absorbs really quickly, and it just gives you that boost. And you're like, man, I drink it every day, and I've been healthy mm-hmm. pretty much since. So yeah, it's uh, if you see it's on our good. website, if you see on our website, we also put together the vitamins. Vitamin C, D, zinc, and positin in one pill. Yeah. COVID vitamin. Right now, we have the COVID lights coming out. That's an electrolyte solution that takes your brain fog. And, you know, so we just, in fact, it should be out in the opening the next month. We have people pre-ordering it on our website already. Yeah, you have like the brain, it, it takes care of brain fog. It has heart health. We have, you know, we have different things in it and everything. So we have that. So a lot of people that get COVID, they don't want to drink. They don't want to eat. So they can at least be able to mix it and drink and they'll be able to get in not only a little nutrition, but all the vitamins that they need. And then we also have the COVID mouth spray that has positin and uh, vitamin D in a spray that you spray in your mouth. And it has some alcohol, you know, a little alcohol in it that you can bring viruses out of your mouth. But it also gives you the positin that you need. So it, it's a, we, we're putting there are some neat stuff to help our people. So that is outstanding. Yeah, that's that's yeah. fantastic. That really is. All right. Well, we appreciate you coming on. If you could just give us a prayer right. to close out, I'd really appreciate it, ma'am. Yes. Anyway, let's pray before we go. And one thing, too, we do not address is people that have been vaccinated. If you've been vaccinated, just repent. Because why I say you should repent is that this stuff is Luciferian. Anything that is Luciferian and the mention of the name of Jesus has to bow. So if you repent, you can ask for the blood of Jesus to cleanse you. And I'm going to pray and put them into. Father, I thank you today for this program. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord, for the work that you've called us patriots and put the burden for our nation, the burden to fight for humanity upon our hearts. King of glory, we give you praise. You put that burden there. We didn't put it. Thank you for giving us the gift of being able to have the access to your people so that we can be able to help people. I thank you for my brother and sister here, God, that the work that they are doing, that you open more doors and you amplify their voice even louder in the nation in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that the, that you will begin to send helpers that will help them with everything they have to do, oh God. I pray for their children. I pray for wisdom and revelation. I pray for open doors in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, oh God, for the patriots in this nation that they will not only have that heart, that desire to fight for America, but Father, that you put your heart in our hearts, Lord, that we will not only fight in our own strength, but we will know that God is fighting with us in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord, for the, for all the pictures and all the conferences and all the programs, all the rallies that are being done all over the nation. Father, we need more. Wake up more patriots. Wake up more people. Give more people voices, oh God. Wake up the remnants. Give many more people voices, oh God. 
Father, Lord, we, there's still a lot of need for people that are going to stand and fight for humanity in the name of Jesus. I thank you, King of Glory, that you're going to that you're going to help us with this globalist, with this evil Luciferians. Lord, you said if we tread upon serpents and scorpions and all the works of darkness, Father, help us to begin to tread upon these powers in the name of Jesus. Confuse them. Set confusion among them in the name of Jesus. They will begin to fight and destroy one another in Jesus' name. Your word says, as you said yourself, oh ye people, you shall be broken into pieces. Father, when they gather, whether in Bohemian, in Davos, in any other demonic court, any other demonic coven, to take association, to take counsel against us, against the nations, against humanity. Father, that you will break their bands asunder, you will scatter them, you would confuse them, there will be confusion among them, and they will start exposing one another in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, that everything that is hidden in the dark will be brought to the surface in the name of Jesus. I pray for people that have been vaccinated, oh God, that you bring them to repentance, that the spirit of fear will be lifted off them, lifted off our nation, lifted off the hearts of people that will come to you in repentance and if they do oh god that you will deliver them that the blood of jesus will purge them and cleanse them from every evil deposit that you go deep into their dna and reconstruct it in the name of jesus father i pray that you open the ears and eyes of more people to hear that there is a way out they don't have to die they don't have to go to the hospital they don't have to get sick that they will open their eyes and hearts father lord jesus we give you praise father we frustrate oh god the counsel of the wicked we frustrate the token of the ungodly in this nation that whatever plans they have against us whatever plans they have against the patriots that it will be frustrated in jesus name father thank you for giving us godly leaders oh god to 2020 to this election this year father that they, they will not be able to steal it they will not be able to overturn it father that, that your hand your hand alone will turn this election the way that you want it in the name of jesus and thank you for patriots that are running for office all over the country godly people pastors ministers patriotic people people that whose hearts are for the nation that want to fight for our country father lord that you will bring them to prominence you're the one that raises up leaders and bring down others that you will bring them into winning these victories oh god and we would in, again stand in this country and praise you and america will again be, be, a, be a nation under god under the true god jehovah king of glory we thank you in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, we appreciate you coming on, madam. And again, go to Dr. Stella. Uh, DrStellaMD.com. Use yep. the promo code Defiant. Save 5% on your Teladoc visit, your hydroxychloroquine, your ivermectin, and Dr. Stella's all-in-one vitamin. The vitamins, my the books, vitamins, everything. Yeah. The books, the, vit the, the vitamins, awesome. Because when I, when I, bring my COVID bag around to people. It's it's rough. It's like a dinner plate full of vitamins, right? You got like gummies, like two of this and two of that. And you end up having to take like six or eight vitamins. You get Dr. Stella's vitamin, which I don't put in my COVID bag because it's, I keep that at home. I don't share it. You can buy your own at drstellamd.com. But it's one pill instead of eight and it's fantastic. So um, yeah, Dr. Stella, we really Stella, do appreciate thank having you so you much on. for coming on. It's oh, always fantastic. All right. And um, we will talk to you soon. All right. God bless you and God bless America. God bless God you. God bless you, ma'am. Thank you. All right. So uh, that was uh, Dr. Stella. And uh, yeah. Um, always amazing. Always. Um, and there you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> trying to figure out which one to turn on. Either way, uh, we've got a lot coming on, going on. Got some stuff coming up. Yep. So uh, stand by and uh, we'll be back soon. Uh, you yeah. guys, um, no, not going to take it. Not going to take it. No, and uh, that was, uh, yeah, pretty much. Done. Thanks for listening. Enjoy.
Oh, like, share, subscribe. Like yeah, we never do that. So bad at never that. do that. So, so bad at like, that. share, subscribe, and uh, we will yes, be back because then you'll get notified when Dr. Stella comes on again. Absolutely. Well. All right. We'll talk to you later.